Hi, I'm Marilyn Yamamoto with Cowboy Trail Farms in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're listening to Upstart Farmers Radio. All right, so today we're talking with Marilyn Yamamoto, one of our Upstart Farmers in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, Marilyn, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Perry. Yes, I'm um, here in Las Vegas. It's about 75 degrees today. This is, uh, what, in Feb, beginning of February, and it is warmer than anything. <laughs> That's awesome. It's been pretty warm here in Wyoming, too, but not quite that warm. We were lucky to hit 50 over the weekend. So you can see we're all in pretty pretty different geographical and different climate and across the country here. So, um, Marilyn, would you tell us a little bit more about your farm and uh, what you're growing right now? Sure. We started our Cowboy Trail Farm here in Las Vegas about um, three and a half years ago. We're, we're almost about going into four years uh, into this particular farm. Um, this is the first time I've ever really farmed this quantity or this large of a farm or garden um, ever be, than ever before. So it's, it's going well. Um, I've already been planting a lot of the greens. Uh, we're putting in squashes already. Uh, we've got carrots in, bok choy, tatsoi, salad greens, spinach. Um, I mean, just a huge variety of, of things that are already going in, and they're just taking off like gangbusters. Nice. So are you doing all of this hydroponically or aquaponically? Actually, we're doing both. So we've got quite a bit in the ground, and, and in fact, I just planted in our greenhouse hydroponically um, quite a bit of uh, greens too, lettuces, um, spinach, Swiss chard, boy, what else? Anyway, a, a big variety in there as well, and so everything has started uh, real well in there as well. Awesome. So what kind of markets are you serving uh, with all of this production that you've got going in? Uh, the great thing about what we've got going on here, which is big in demand out here and very popular uh, as, as time goes on, is uh, we are in um, a couple of farmers markets. We have our own farm stand at our farm, so that goes really well. And then we have a CSA as well, and then we do sell to a handful of chefs because that's all we can handle. Gotcha. So is the demand then larger than what your farm is doing at the moment? It is, definitely. So hopefully with the second farm that we do have, um, we will even grow that much more. So I saw recently that you just put in a new greenhouse. So I'm guessing it's pretty safe to assume that all that demand out there is what drove your decision to expand and put in this second greenhouse, right? Exactly. Surprisingly, uh, with the ZipGrow Towers, that Bright Agritech, that your company uh, provides, has just taken off tremendously. Grow everything grows so well in there. So in our existing 50-foot greenhouse, we've added another 50 feet. So we've got a good 100 feet of greenhouse growing now. Nice. So did you stick with pretty similar designs between your two greenhouses, or did you go with something different for this new greenhouse? No, we added the same, so it's all consistent. We do have kind of a breezeway in between the two, but uh, it's it's the same just to keep it consistent in light and, and obviously all the uh, electrical and what have you. Gotcha. So what kind of design are you using and uh, what kind of materials and things? Actually, we're using the what they call a hoop house made out of hoops. 
our um, greenhouses or hoop houses are 24 feet wide by about 12, 13 feet high. So they're all hooped. Um, we're not using the um, um, the peaked, I forget the name of it, the peaked uh, hoop houses, greenhouses. So then are you using a soft cover over that, a polyfilm? We are, right. It's a greenhouse film. And definitely right. we tie it down because we did get definitely um, – very windy out here. We get 60, 70 mile winds um, during the uh, spring, so we have to tie them down. Right. What materials do you use to keep everything tied down? Uh, we actually use, I think it's like a parachute um, uh, cord. Gotcha. And is that pretty cost effective as well? Pretty much. Yep. And it doesn't damage the uh, greenhouse film, so that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it sounds like your greenhouse is fit really well in line with what we tend to recommend, which is the hoop house style with a polyfilm covering. So um, nothing too different there. Is there anything else um, unique about your greenhouses that you've put in to help your production? Well, one thing that's critical is that we do do a double layer, uh, which helps insulate whether it be 10 degrees cooler or 10, 10 degrees warmer. Mm -hmm. So depending on obviously the season, that's why we do a, a, a double poly. Uh, during the summer, we do put um, shade cloth, so that actually um, obviously helps from the ex intense heat that we do get here. Right, absolutely. In the middle of the Las Vegas desert, you definitely get really hot during the summer. Yes, a good 110, 115. Yep. So do you have any um, tips for other farmers who are considering putting in a greenhouse? Well, I think the key is, is, is definitely maintenance. Especially in the warm weather, obviously what, what the warm weather uh, does is that it does create more nice temperatures for bad bugs, pests. So it is great. It is important to um, maintain the water um, temperatures, the temperature inside the greenhouse, as well as maintaining the values in the water. Gotcha. And how are you doing that in your greenhouse there in Las Vegas? Uh, in our main greenhouse, or that particular greenhouse, we have a full wet wall in the backside and two four-foot by four-foot uh, fans in front, which pulls the cool air forward all the way to 100 feet. That's one way. We do keep fans, also smaller fans running within it to keep the uh, ventilation uh, uh, moving inside as well between the airflow of the um, fans the large fans. Yeah, that's great. Other upstart farmers are using cooling walls as well, and those seem to be a really great option. It's cost-effective. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what's most important most of the time here. Right, and we and we maintain our temperature as best we can at 70 degrees, so that helps, obviously, all the plants as well. Awesome, and how did setup go with this greenhouse? Did you guys put the greenhouse in, or did you get somebody else to help you with it? No, actually, we put the greenhouse up ourselves. Um, the first initial greenhouse, we did, by the way, get a um, grant from the Department of Agriculture. So that may be something that uh, the other upstart farmers may want to look at. Uh, check with the extension offices or uh, in your city or the um, Department of Agriculture in your area. Uh, they, are, they have uh, a variety of programs that are available. So they, they subsidize part of the greenhouse. They don't build it for you, but uh, you do have to be growing for about a year, though, before you they offer the grant. Yeah, absolutely. 
We actually got a grant here in Wyoming as well from our Department of Agriculture, specifically the Specialty Crops Division, to help us put in one of our hoop houses. So that is a really great resource for upstart farmers, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a good thing. Once in a while, we get a good thing happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for sharing all of your uh, expertise on greenhouses here, Marilyn, and good luck with the rest of that new greenhouse setup. Thank you, and we'll keep on growing. So let's hear from some of our upstart farmers this week. Are they using greenhouses on their farms, and how? I'm Noah with Brad Agritech, and we grow um, in high tunnels. They're, they're cheap, they're easy to set up, and pretty easy to maintain. Hi, I'm Terrell Chapel with City Planet Farms. I currently have been working on outdoors on rooftops and indoor growing in basements and restaurants. I have plans for greenhouse. I do think the value of having a controlled environment is really useful and being able to do as much passive solar harvesting is the best way to go if possible. Welcome back to Upstart Farmers Radio. How are you doing today, Nate? I'm doing great, thanks. Awesome. So we're here this week to talk about greenhouses. So, Nate, what kinds of greenhouses are out there for upstart farmers to use? Oh, there are a lot of options when it comes to greenhouses. We tend to use double-layer poly film on a Quonset-style greenhouse. Borderline high tunnel because we don't usually do foundation. We don't do any kind of permanent um, dirt work or anything. Um, we basically just kind of level everything out and plop a Quonset frame in the ground and cover it with double-layer poly. And that's about as basic as they get. You can, of course, go up from there. And uh, there, there's all sorts of greenhouses, everything from really high-dollar uh, polycarbonate uh, or acrylic-covered greenhouses. You know, these are usually aluminum or roll-form steel. Um, there are lean-to-style greenhouses or pit greenhouses. These are ones that are set in the ground. They're a little bit more passive, so they're more energy-efficient. And the kind of greenhouse you choose just really depends on your situation, what you're trying to grow, and what your resources are. So if you've got a lot of money, then go with a high-dollar, you know, Rough Brothers or Nexus um, polycarbonate greenhouse. If you don't have as much, maybe a Quonset. Or maybe if you're looking for something a little bit more passive, you don't have a whole lot of electricity or energy to spare heating, maybe something like a pit or a lean-to style greenhouse is more what you're looking for. So really any of these styles will work for upstart farmers. Is there anything special they need to consider about one versus another? Yeah, I mean, there are a few things to consider. The first thing I always tell folks is decide what kind of uh, Picking your greenhouse really depends on how long you want it to last, okay? So, you know, if you're going to go with a really high-dollar Nexus polycarbonate greenhouse, you're building a 20, 30, 40, 50-year structure. So if you don't see yourself being at that site for 50 years, then don't build that greenhouse. Build something a little bit more simple. Build something that's movable, like a, a Quonset-style greenhouse. Another thing to think about um, is, is your covering. So coverings can be really, really expensive, especially acrylic or polycarbonate. We tend to use polyfilm. It's It only lasts for, for four to six years usually, uh, but it works fairly well and it's much more cost effective for us. It's also uh, diffuse light. So when the light comes through that film covering, it's diffuse, which helps, of course, a lot with towers and reducing shading effects. Um, so th those are some those are some things to consider. And the, the last thing to think about is workflow. How am I going to be working in this greenhouse? What kind of crops will I be growing and what kind of access do I need to provide for my people? Because that's something that folks don't think about, but it actually ends up costing a lot of people a lot of money. 
So are there any particular designs or just general greenhouse styles that really do help upstart farmers using hydroponic and aquaponic production techniques? You know, most of our growers are using uh, polyquonset-style greenhouses. They're simple. They're inexpensive. Um, sometimes you can make them yourself. And certainly you can always find used frames on Craigslist or in your local kind of agricultural, uh, you know, uh, white pages or whatever. Uh, there's there's always folks selling used uh, high tunnels, used Quonset-style greenhouses. So there's this the, the equipment is out there. It's usually pretty cheap. It's easy to get your hands on. And then covering it is a breeze. You can do all the work yourself. And oftentimes you can set them up. There's, there's less zoning issues because if you just set them up on the ground, you don't need a, an actual foundation like you would with, say, a more uh, traditional greenhouse. Um, if you don't need a foundation, you can operate on something like a long-term temporary building permit. It's a temporary structure. So that's really helpful for really getting set up fast and getting going. And what kind of price range should upstart farmers be looking at for their greenhouses? So it will really vary. If you're going to buy a really high-end greenhouse, you might pay as much as $30 a square foot, which of course gets pretty darn expensive. Um, if you're going with something more like a polyquonset style greenhouse, you might be paying 5 to $6 a square foot by the time it's all said and done. We usually end up averaging somewhere in that range, somewhere between 3 and $7 a square foot, depending on the amount of dirt work that needs to be done and depending on how much we can do and uh, the resources we basically need to um, put in to make, to make the greenhouse happen. So if you can do a lot of the work yourself, you can really reduce your costs. If you're looking to do the work yourself, of course, then you're probably looking at a polyquonset style uh, greenhouse. One last thought on polyquonset greenhouses. Um, a lot of folks just tend to go with like a, it's a semicircle, and they don't always do sidewalls. I certainly always recommend sidewalls if possible. Sidewalls, you know, even if it's two or three feet, um, it will certainly make it a little bit easier to stuff more towers into the space and, of course, to move around the space more freely. And it certainly helps if you're doing roll-up sidewalls for cooling during the summer. This has been Upstart Farmers Radio episode number three, all about greenhouses. For more information about this episode and Upstart Farmers Radio, visit radio.upstartfarmers.com.